Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. Thank you for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you. We lift up the deacons, Lord God. I thank you for Deacon Quinn right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, Father God, that he continuously seeks your face, Lord God. Some may wonder, how does he get around, Lord God? You, you, you brought this to my remembrance the other day, Lord God. It's because of you, Lord God. It's because he has sought your face morning, noon, and night. It's because you are a keeper, Lord God. And I thank you for that, Lord God. I thank you for it. Touching pastor right now, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for healing her body and touching her mind right now, Father God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord God, I thank you for the doors that you're getting ready to open for, Father God, that no man can shut, Lord God. Hallelujah. Lord God, I thank you for that, Lord God. She's been faithful. Lord God, strengthen her where she's weak, Father God. Father God, everything that she touched, Lord God. <laughs> Let it prosper, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. You've made given her the vision. You've made it clear for her, Lord God. Help her to step in it and continue to walk in it, Lord God. We thank you for the angel of this house, Lord God. We thank you for how you've kept her family, Lord God, her mother and her father, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that you've given them length of days, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for how you kept her grandchildren, Lord God. Hallelujah. How you prepared them for greatness, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for her children, Lord God. Hallelujah. Let your word, Lord God, dwells within them, Lord God. She has raised her children up in the way that they should go, Lord God. And they shall not depart from it, Lord God. So we just thank you and we praise you for her right now, Father God. 
Hallelujah, Lord God. We give you glory for her, Lord God. Father God, we give you glory for her, Lord God. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you for our lives on today, Lord God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody didn't get up this morning, Father God. <laughs> they had made plans, Lord God. <laughs> But we thank you, Lord God, that we our plans are in you, Lord God. Our form, a firm foundation, Lord God. We thank you for being the rock of our salvation, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being our keeper, Lord God. Our rock of refuge, Lord God. We thank you for hiding us under the shadow of your almighty wings as we have gone through this week, Lord God. The month of July was was a hard month for some of us, Lord God, but you kept us, Lord God, and I thank you, Lord, Father God. Hey, with the devil meant for evil, Lord God, you worked it out for our good, Lord God. You said, Lord God, your word says we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by our testimony, Lord God, and we have testimony, Lord God, because of your goodness, Lord God, because of your mercy and because of your grace. You've been a good God to us, Lord God. You've been a great father, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for the prayers that we prayed on the prayer line, that they have not gone on her, Lord God. Father God, you already have started to move on the behalf of Greater St. Stephen, on the behalf of your people, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God. Help us to be still long enough, Lord God, to watch it manifest. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. his wonders among our people. Give unto the Lord the glory, do his name. Bring an offering and come into his court. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Fear before him all earth. Father God, we thank you. That's our call to worship. That's our call to get ready, to get ready, to get ready. Yeah, we, 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 we heard something new today. We heard something new today. We heard the, the horn. I forgot exactly what she called it, but it was it was soothing, and it made us get ready. It made us get out of our purse and stop looking for stuff. So that's the first cause of worship. So, God, we thank you for allowing us, for teaching us, for showing us something different, Lord God. Oh, God, we give you that praise, and we honor you. That's our cause of worship this morning.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving honor to God and to our pastor and to Bishop Brown. Amen. We give you all the praise and glory and honor. We thank the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. I was so glad to see you. Yes. Our devotional reading this morning is coming from Ezra 5, 1 through 5. No? Thank you. I got it. Thank you for your patience, Lord. Okay. Father God, we bow before you this morning, coming before your throne of grace, giving you all the glory, Lord God, giving you all the honor, giving you all the praise, giving you all the worship, Father God, for you are good to us, Lord God. You woke us up this morning. You started us on our way. You touched us with your finger of love, Lord God, and allowed our eyes to come open and our feet to move around. We thank you, Lord God, that we have the activity of our limbs, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can see, hear, and talk as well, Lord God. We don't take it for granted, Lord God, that we can do these things, Lord God. We just give you praise, glory, and honor from the depths of our heart, Lord God. Oh, God, we thank you for this service this morning, for this worship experience, Lord God, for what we have already witnessed, Lord God. Oh, God, and for the word that will come forth, the mighty word that will come forth, Lord God. Oh, God, we thank you this morning. We thank you for those that are here uh, in the sanctuary, for those that are on block talk, Lord God. We thank you for those that are on, still on their way, Lord God. Give them traveling grace, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that you've done for us, Lord God. For uh, our, our, the ones that are not here but uh, had a desire to be here but just couldn't make it, bless them, Lord God, real good today. Bless them, Lord God, as we uh, give you praise and give you honor and give you glory, Lord God. We worship you today, Lord God, for you sit high, Lord God, but you live low. You know our hearts, Lord God, even before we speak, Lord God. You know our thoughts in our, in our head, Lord God. We don't even have to utter them, Lord God. You know what we're thinking, Lord God. And even those thoughts will be recorded. That's what the Bible told me. Yeah, those thoughts will be recorded just like the stuff that comes out of our mouth. We have to give an account for everything that we do. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's nobody hear those thoughts, Lord God, but you heard them, Lord God, and we are responsible for those thoughts, Lord God. So clear our mind, Lord God. Clear our mind, Lord God, that we can keep our mind stayed on you, that we can worship you, Lord God, freely, Lord God, in the spirit of truth, Lord God. God, we bow down today before a full fountain, Lord God. We are empty today, Lord God. We need you to fill us up, God, with your, your joy and your peace and your love, Lord God. Fill us up, Lord God, so that we can go out into the highways and the byways and compel men, women, 
boys and girls to come to Christ, Lord God. This is our filling station right here, Lord God. This is our, where we get connected to the electricity that runs us, Lord God. Oh, God, you know what you're doing, Lord God. We just have to be available, Lord God. We have to be obedient, willing service, Lord God. Jesus, send me. Lord God, here I am. Send me, Lord God. Let me do your work, Lord God. Let me do your will, Lord God. I want to be your servant, Lord God. Oh, God, we want to be, we want to hear you say one day, servant, well done. Oh, God, thank you, Lord God, for Pastor Black. Thank you, Lord God. Continue to bless us, leader and God of us, in every step of the way, Lord God. Bless her going out and her coming in, Lord God. Bless her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord God. Put her hands of protection around her, Lord God. And then, Lord God, when she pours all out, Lord God, you fill her back up, Lord God. Fill her back up with your grace and your compassion and your love, Lord God. Give her what she needs to do the ministry that you have called her to do, Lord God. Oh, God, bless every member here, Lord God. Bless everyone here, Lord God. Whether you're a member or not, bless, 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 Lord God. Father, we thank you for our deacon, Lord God, Deacon Gwen. We thank you for the men, Lord God, for Brother Farrell and Brother Kimmons, Brother Scooty, Brother Jeremiah. We thank you for Bishop Brown being in our midst today, Lord God. We just give you all the praise and all the glory. That's right. You can clap. You can clap. Thank you, Lord, for the men, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the, for the, for the choir that's coming, Lord God. For the ushers that's coming, Lord God. We've been fasting and praying, Lord God, and you already know what we're going to get. You already know what we need even before we speak it, Lord God. So, God, whatever we need, you give it to us because we want to be in your will, not our will, Lord God. We want to do what you would have us to do and be the people that you are calling for in these last and evil days. So, God, we give you glory today. We give you honor, and we worship you, Lord God. We pray for the word of God that will come forth, a mighty rainbow of word, Lord God, that will wash us, Lord God, that will cleanse us. Your word is, is life-building, Lord God. So we pray for that word. We pray for our mind, Lord God, that our mind might receive it because everything starts in our mind, Lord God. So we want that word to get deep in there, Lord God, so that it can go to our heart, Lord God. Mm. Thank you, Lord God, for your word today. Thank you, Lord God, for your word today, Lord God. A rhema word, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for Pastor Black. Thank you, Lord God. Bless and keep, Lord God. Father, we ask all these, all of these prayers in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. Sometimes there are obstacles in the road That can leave you feeling low And you don't know how to move forward And sometimes there are turns you want to take But the way gets hard to trace Now you're wondering how did you get here But don't you give up until you see how God is ordering your steps So you can walk into your seat He that has begun A great work in you Is faithful to perform God is faithful to perform 
Uh-huh. That was Sister Vanetta. Amen. Sister Vanetta Brown. Amen. Sister Vanetta Brown, all the way from Chicago. Amen. All the, Bishop, your hometown. All the way from Chicago. Sister Brown, thank you for worshiping with us. Thank you for being with us. I had the opportunity to meet her a couple of weeks when she was here, and it was an honor to meet you. And when you come back to Portland, we hope and pray that you will be able to come and worship with us in person. But while you are there, I pray that something today will be said to strengthen your love relationship with the Lord and to cause you to grow stronger in your faith and to help you um, be like us these last, what, how many days has it been? Well, no, because we're doing 30 to go to the ninth. So 27 days. Okay, so, okay, okay, all right, well, good, because some of us need them extra days. <laughs> some of us need them extra days, bishops. <laughs> Glory to God. We've been fasting since July 9th, and we've been going from July 9th to August 9th. So, Sister Brown, we pray that, that, that God will spark a fire in you that's in us today. Thank you for worshiping with us, and please call and worship with us again. Amen. Come on, family. Show us some love. Amen. We've got a couple of housekeeping things to do this morning. Um, first, I want to say happy birthday to all of our August birthdays. Woohoo! We got some folks that are um, doing some milestone birthdays this year. Amen. Our very own sister Yolanda Minifee turned 50 on the 3rd. Woohoo! And uh, she shares her birthday with Brother Gary Black III, who turned 14. Yes! Our very own Brother Ivory Mays Jr. will be 50 on the 12th. Woohoo! And, um, okay. Um, then Pastor Black's birthday is on the 20th. And then um, Brother Sean Williams on the 30th. Amen. Amen. And I think this is a, a new number for Sean, too, if, I, if I, I need to get it together. I think he like 22 or 23. Amen. Y'all remember little Sean? Amen. Sister Mona's baby? Yeah, he's a grown man. Amen. So we wish uh, a, a very happy birthday to all of our August birthdays. Amen. Amen. May God bless you. May God keep you. May he forever make his face shine upon you. May he be good to you, not just on your birthday, but all through the year. Amen. Amen. So we're just um, wishing all of our um, people a very happy birthday. Amen. Do we have a card this morning? Safeway card? Huh? Okay. Mother said it's at home. I'm going to... um. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and do it, and you can get the card later. Is that all right? Is that all right? Because if you need it right now, just come on down to the house and get it. Amen? Amen. This is the first Sunday, and we give out a $35 Safeway gift card. Amen? Amen? And uh, I'm going to push the little button to say who's next, and let's see. Come on. That's right. Make some noise. 
Make some noise because it's counting down. Three, two, one, and it's, well, he's not here. Amen. All right. Got to be present to win, right? All right. Got to be present to win. Unless you want to call me and say I'm at work and you ain't call me, I don't know where you at. Amen. So y'all tell Brother Jerry Bell that was his card. Amen. Amen. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Kimberly Black. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we'll 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 take that and we'll uh, get it ready and give it away on the 19th. Amen. To somebody in the community. Amen. Uh, so I'm, I've been trying to gather up different prizes for folks for things. So that's just one on the house. Amen. Amen. So we are we are grateful to God. We are getting ready to celebrate our 39th church anniversary. And I am so excited about what God is doing in our midst. Um, we have partnered with Emmaus, which is a nonprofit organization, which is ran by our very own elder, Dante Farmer. Elder Farmer's nonprofit uh, donated 25 backpacks and dictionaries for the book drive. He also connected us with an agency by the name of Family Forward First. It was Oregon, but they changed it. So it's Family Forward First. They were the ones responsible for passing the law here in Oregon for Oregon paid leave for family members. They have partnered with us and they have collected over 200 books written by black and brown authors to give to black and brown children from the ages zero to 18. So they will be here on the 19th passing out books to the community. Um, Sister Tanya, we've also partnered with Mental health addiction and mental health and addiction association of Oregon. Come on, clap your hands. Amen. They have partnered with us to help make sure that we have plenty of food to feed the community. Amen. And so all we have to do is be here to set up and have a smiling face and have some love in our hearts. We're going to set up some booths where kids can play. I got some tic-tac-toe games. So if they win, we can do that. I got something that you can toss a beanbag in. I ain't too happy about it, so I'm going to look for something else. But if you have any outdoor games that we can use that day, please bring them. We want to fill the yard up. We're going to do some face painting. We'll have snow cones, cotton candy, amen. And for those of you that think you can play dominoes, we're going to have some dominoes. And for those of you that think you can play big whist and spades, oh, yes, I'm going to have the card table ready, amen. We're going to have a good time. Our event will begin at 12 noon and at 4 o'clock. I'm asking us to be here at uh, 1030 
so that we can make sure that everything is set up and it's decent and in order. Amen. So we will get here at 1030 to make sure everything is set up, decent and in order. Amen. Amen. Uh, On Sunday morning on the 20th, my friend and my brother, Dr. David Wheeler, amen, will be here at 1130 to preach to us for our 39th church anniversary. Um, you, you probably have never heard of him. You've probably never seen him before. But he is, his picture's on the flyer out there. Uh, he is fluent in Spanish. He teaches in, um, online to students in Ecuador the Word of God, the Word of God. So he has traveled. He pastored the First Baptist Church downtown um, for a number of years, and he's been serving at Grant Park right over there in the Grant High School area. Um, and he is a friend of mine, and I wanted him to share with us and be with us on our church anniversary. So tell somebody to come and hear this man of God bring the word of God to us. We're asking for $39 is our special asking. If you have not given it, you still have time, but we want to make sure that we give our special asking of $39. Amen. You can do it through Cash App at dollar sign GSS. MBC, or you can put it in an envelope and put it in the basket that's at the back of the church. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Kamisha, let's, let's give us one good praise and worship song, and then we're, we're going to, to transition to the word. Amen. So give, let's give us one good, good uh, let, let's do every praise. Y'all feel like that today? Y'all feel like every praise? Yeah, because that's a song that'll make us dance a little bit, right? Amen. Come on, every praise. Let me hear the worshiper. Where's all of my praise? I want everybody around the world to put your hands together because all the praise belongs to God. Here we go. It's who I got. Come on, 
at the Ahava River. Nehemiah gathered the people together at the water gate. This morning, I want to gather Greater St. Stephen's together at the altar. I'll ask that everyone would make their way to the altar. Deaconess, if you can close that door for me. Let's get to the altar.
you, you want to turn face the altar. We, we're, we're, going, we're going back to the altar. There is significance to us coming to this place. Y'all, move up. Get to the altar. Come on, spread out. You got plenty of room. Spread out. Come on this way. Come on. Come on. He can sit down right there. He, he can sit down right there. Every head is bowed. They went to the Ahava River for clarity. For clarity. They went to the Watergate for understanding. Today, as you stand at this altar, I don't know what you need. You might need clarity. You might need understanding. I don't know what you stand in need of today. But before we hear the word of God, Present yourself to the Lord. We've been fasting. We've been praying for a spiritual elevation, for a spiritual manifestation of God's glory and God's presence. You're not going to miss it on my watch. I don't know what you do at home, but while you're here, you're not going to miss it. and understanding, for clarity and understanding, clarity to see the vision, understanding to apply the word of God to our lives, clarity to run with the vision, clarity to speak with confidence and boldness, clarity, understanding as we pray the word of God, we will see the release of God's healing. We will see salvation come. Clarity and understanding. Clarity and understanding. Clarity and understanding. Open up the windows of heaven, Father. Give us clarity. Help us to see your will. Help us to see your purpose in our lives. Help us, God, to understand what you're doing in the spirit realm. We bind the spirit of fear, God. 
Release your anointing in this place. Release your anointing in this place. Set us free today. Help us to be faithful. Help us be faithful. To this consecrated fast. Help us be faithful to the hour of prayer. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us see your glory. Help us hear your voice. Help us feel your presence. Uh, loose, loose your spirit in this place. We bind up every wandering mind. We bind up every doubting spirit. We bind up every naysayer. We bind up the spirit of witchcraft. We bind up every evil deed. Out of our mouth shall speak truth, righteousness. When we pray, we will pray the word of God. We'll not pray according to my feelings. Or to what I think or what I feel, but according to your word. Because your word will not return unto you void, God. But it will accomplish all that it was purposed to do in the name of Jesus. So cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Purify us, God. Sanctify us, God, for your service. Purify these grounds. Don't let nothing unholy take place on these grounds. We are dying and we set aside these grounds and these buildings to be used for God to get the glory. Shake us up, God. Shake us up, God. That when we leave this worship experience, we won't leave the same way we came in. We'll be ready to serve with a spirit of gladness, with fresh eyes, with a renewed spirit. We pray these prayers in thy son Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on and clap your hands as you take your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> 
Lord, if I find favor in your sight, Lord, please hear my heart's cry. I'm desperately waiting to be where you are. I'll cross the hottest desert. I'll travel near or far for your glory. I will do anything just to see you. To behold you as my King for your glory. I will do anything just to see you. To behold you as my King. I want to be where you are. I gotta be where you are. I wanna be where you are. I gotta be where you are. For your glory, I will do anything just to see you. To behold you as my King. Father God, we have declared your glory in this place. And we thank you for your presence. And now as we look to your word, Father, thank you for giving us clarity. Thank you for giving us understanding. May we hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us today through your preached word. For we know that hearing the word of God increases our faith. So increase our faith as we continue to walk by faith and not by sight. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Come on and clap your hands and give him praise. Nehemiah chapter 8. I am giving us the lesson, but not as the way the commentary gave it to us. I'm giving us the lesson the way the Holy Spirit gave it to me to give to us today. The book of Nehemiah is an autobiography. Deaconess, you can take your seat. Amen. You Thank you so much for serving us this morning. Come on, y'all. Amen. Uh, It is an autobiography of Nehemiah. Nehemiah, the Bible calls him a cup bearer. Uh, Bishop, you and I would call him an armor bearer. It was his job and his responsibility to serve the leader. And that's what Nehemiah was. Nehemiah Nehemiah was a servant. 
I, I, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of my notes, but I, I think it's important that we get some understanding of what we're reading these next couple of Sundays. So that as we read the lesson, I, I want to encourage you to read your Sunday school lesson. Don't get here and try to read it because we're, we're moving to the next level. There's a shifting taking place already in the ministry. If you can't feel it, I'm sorry. But I'm trying to help you get there. How many of y'all was on the line Friday night? My God. Let me tell you something. You don't want to miss an opportunity to be in the presence of the Lord. I'm not going to fuss at y'all today because Bishop is here. But I told y'all a couple of weeks ago that don't miss out on stuff when you don't, especially when you don't have to leave your house. There was no reason. I said I wasn't going to fuss. I'm just having a conversation. There was no reason that we weren't on that line. All 25 of us should have had our behinds on the prayer line. Pastor Jackson, prophetically, prophetically spoke into our ministry. I caught what I needed to catch. And if you was on it, you caught what you needed to catch. And if you wasn't on it, you missed it. Now you gotta play catch up. Come on, y'all. We gotta do this thing together. We gotta do this next level together. We gotta do ministry together. Back to Nehemiah. Nehemiah was driven. He was motivated. He was more than a doer. He was a builder. He was a politician. He was a governor. And he strived for excellence. Everything that he did, it had to be done right. Paul says, do all things decent and in order. That's, how, that's who Nehemiah, Nehemiah had a strong need and a strong desire to make an impact. I don't know about you on today, but I just don't want, you know, I just don't want my life to not mean anything to anybody. I, 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 y'all, I, I'm, I'm going to take a pause break and talk about Bonnie Johnson for a moment. You, some of you might not have known her, but at her homegoing celebration on Friday, her daughter, um, Lakeitha got up, and she says, if my mother was your sponsor or your mentor during your addiction, stand up. Now, I wasn't there, Bishop. I just heard the pastor that preached testify about it when she got back to work. She said over half of the church stood up. 
That's having an impact on somebody's life. Then she said, if my mother ever saw you in Safeway and caused you to laugh, stand up. The other half of the church stood up. Then she said, if my mother ever had a teachable moment with you about life, about God, stand up. The whole church was on their feet. Impact. Nehemiah had a need and a desire to make an impact. He wasn't the pastor. He wasn't the priest. He wasn't the bishop. He wasn't the elder. He was just a servant in the house of the Lord. But he had a desire to make an impact. This ambition made him successful at whatever he did. That's what Bonnie Johnson did. I see her life as being successful. She, she's not here right now. Her, her family said we, we was all supposed to get her, her and her kids and some of those grandkids that could go were scheduled to go to Brazil later on this month. She had a ticket, y'all. Well, she ain't going, but they're going to sprinkle some of her ashes when they get to Brazil. Impact. So Nehemiah wrote the book of Nehemiah. It's his autobiography. The first seven chapters, we get acquainted with a lot of individuals. Now, remember when we left off last week, Ezra was the one working, rebuilding the temple and the walls in Jerusalem, right? All right, now we move on the scene and we're introduced to uh, Nehemiah and, and some more folk. In chapter 8, which is where our lesson picks up today, we see God stepping in. I want you to know, church family, Nothing that Nehemiah did, nothing that Ezra did, nothing that the Levitic Levites did was as great as what God did in this chapter 8. Now, we can strive to do great things, but if God ain't doing a great work in us, If God ain't doing a great work in us, then it's just a work. And it ain't going to last. You're going to give up. You're going to give in. You ain't going to try to figure out how to keep pushing, how to make it to the end. You're just going to raise your hands up and quit. So we find that the people had worked hard, sacrificed much to rebuild the walls and the temple in Jerusalem. God knows the sacrifices that they made, and now God is sending a revival among them. We read here that God said, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all people. It had been 90 years since Zerubbabel 
first led the captives from Babylon back to Jerusalem. It had been 70 years since the completion of the second temple. It had been 13 years since the return of Ezra and his ministry. So if it don't happen, Deacon Gwen, next week, you just hold on to your faith and know that it will happen in God's time. There had been some bright spots. From, from, from Zerubbabel until the completion of the temple. There have been some bright spots here at Greater St. Stephen's the last 39 years. Pastor Devers was a bright spot. It was him that gathered us together in the home of the Brimbries and said we're going to pray. And we're going to believe God for a building right across the street, Elder, from the, 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 the Chris on Williams Avenue, the little restaurant. Right across the street from there is our very first building, little brick building. It's the only thing that's original there besides the house, Mama Nellie's cleaners. And then the house where Deacon Fred Hurd lives. Those are the only three things that are still original on that block. Bright spots. We left from there and we had Pastor Houston. We traveled and our name became a nation-known name. People in, in the National Convention knew the name of Greater St. Stephen. Bright we grew and we went through some trials and some tribulations and we saw some things that we wish we hadn't have seen. Some things happened that we wish hadn't happened, but bright spots happened through the years. And here we are, the renaments. Here we are, a handful of us. Here to see God do a great work. Not only in us as individuals, but us as the church, and then us as the church in the community, and then the community inside of the sanctuary. God is able to do supernatural things. In Nehemiah 8, God allowed Ezra to appear in the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was off the scene for about 13 years. The people had finished the work. Read your lesson when you go home. Read chapter 8, 7 and 8. Nehemiah went somewhere and took a chill pill, y'all. Bishop, he went on sabbatical for 13 years. Black folk wore him out. He had to take a break. But he was gone for 13 years. And then all of a sudden he appeared after the wall had been completed. 
Remember here the people we're talking about. Ezra was a scribe, a priest, a Bible teacher, a preacher, a proclaimer of the word of God. It was not his assignment to finish the work. It was not his assignment to do the work. That was the work of the servant, Nehemiah. So the Bible says the wall and the temple have been built, and now Ezra the priest shows up. Notice what happened in Ezra chapter 8, verse 1. The Bible says it was in the mid-September. All the people assembled at the plaza in front of the water gate and requested Ezra, their religious leader, to read to them the law of God who had given it to Moses. So Ezra the priest brought out to them the scroll of Moses' law. He stood on a wooden stand made especially for the occasion so that everyone could see him as he read. He faced the square in the front of the water gate and read from early morning until noon. Everyone stood as he opened the scroll. And as and all who were old enough to understand paid close attention. On the platform was 13 other men. Now, they had to build a pulpit for Ezra to stand on so that the people could see him. Something like what I'm standing on right now, big enough to hold me and let me get, get my sides right, six to the right and seven to the left. That's the lesson? That's the lesson? There were 14 people with him as he stood to read the word. Notice what happened here. All the people gathered themselves together as one man stood before them at the water gate. Ezra began to read. This is the moving of God. This would look like our worship experience if we had all of them people that was with Ezra reading. Everybody was with one accord. Everybody was unified. Everybody came to the water gate for the same reason, the same purpose. And when they got there, they asked the man of God to read the word of God to them. 
The word of God is our lifeline. It is the word of God that is going to cause revival. It will not be us packing out this house, inviting somebody from across the country to stand here, hold their ear, rear back, and scream and holler. What will cause a revival is for everyone that's gathered together to have a hunger and a thirsting for the word of God. Let me read my note to you. Revival does not start when a preacher from another town comes to preach. It starts when people are hungry for the word of God. Churches all across this nation are trying to figure out how come revivals don't come. I have the answer. Because people aren't hungry for the word of God. We're hungry for entertainment. We're hungry for the latest fashion, the latest fad. We're hungry for that next dollar. We're hungry for the attention of our boo and our boo thing. We, we put everything before God and his word. People, y'all, before COVID, they stopped having Sunday school. Before COVID, people stopped having midweek service. You know, that's when the word was taught during Sunday school, during the midweek service. Because then you could stop and ask questions of the teacher. And Sunday, the preaching come forth, it was just a confirmation and, and a revelation to what you had received all week long. Shut your hands toward heaven and say, God, give me a desire to have a hunger for your word. Now, let me tell you something about this. Just like we read here in this passage of scripture, and I'm, I'm just about done. When they heard the word of God, they just were not hearers. They became doers. The word of God convicted them. It convicted them so that if they heard, don't lie, they ran to the temple, repented for lying. They left the temple and didn't lie again. When you have a hunger for the word of God, it transforms your mind. It transforms your way of living. You don't think the way you used to think. You don't act the way you used to act. You don't talk the way you used to talk. God, I need a hunger for your word. I just so James said, just don't be a hearer. Be a doer. Why do you think when I read the scripture and after we read the scripture, we say, may the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his word. Because I just don't want you to hear it because sometimes your hearing is selective. Sometimes your hearing is going in one ear and out the other. 
But if you have a hunger for the word of God, what you have deposited Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, when you get here on Sunday, it's to leap in your belly. Because you unplanted and you had it watered. And you came here for God to give the increase. That's what happened here. The people were so hungry for the word of God. Look, let me, let me, let me, let me find my notes. They stood. <laughs> they stood from morning, from morning to midday. That's what verse 3 says. They stood for the reading of the word from morning to noonday. Morning to noonday. That's probably like four or five hours. We don't want to stand for praise and worship, and that's like 15 minutes. So don't, don't even ask us to stand for the reading of the word. Because the word that I'm preaching, we really should be standing right now. According to the word. According to the word, because I'm preaching the word. I'm giving us the word. We should be standing. So the question here, why do churches and people stand for the reading of the word? It's out of reverence. But let me throw this here. How are you going to show reverence to something you don't do? How are you going to show reverence to something that you don't honor? It's a form of religion, a formality. What should be standing is your heart. What should be standing is your attention. Your body, my grandmother said, it's not the position of your body, it's the condition of your heart. That's what my granny used to say. So you, you, you can be all dressed up, standing before us, and heart be just as jacked up as it want to be. The people had a hunger for the word of God. And when the word of God was read, they responded accordingly. They did what the word of God said. I want to encourage us, St. Stephen. Get a good understanding of the word of God so that you can apply the word of God to your lives. As we move into this next level of ministry, things have got to shift. And that includes the way we think about worship and the way we present ourselves when we come into the house of the Lord. We've got to come ready for worship. We've got to come ready for worship. Call each other on the phone during the week to chit-chat. But come in the house ready for worship. I want the horns going every morning. 
at 11 o'clock. We got to get here. We got to set it up so that we can have it going. So that when we come in, we'll be ready to come in to get healed up. So that we can go out into this mean, cruel, ugly, nasty, perverted world and live holy, live righteous, live as salt and light and make an impact. If you just make an impact in here, what you doing? He that wins his souls is wise. And for every soul you win, a crown, a, a, a jewel gets placed in your crown. Y'all already know. Your girl is bling bling. I don't want no plain old gold crown. I want some jewels in there. So my telling the good news don't stop right here. My living the word of God don't stop right here. But once I get on the other side of those doors, the service begins. Amen. Come on and clap your hands for the word of God. Let's prepare um, for sacrament. Sister Tanya, can you ask Mother Gloria's ride to give us um, like three minutes? Has everybody, ma'am? She said five. Okay. Has everyone been served? Okay, so there, all right, Deaconess Harris is coming. Okay, we got five minutes, Mother. If you haven't been served, if you have not received your communion, please raise your hand. Mother Harris, Bishop. Can you give us some? Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Deaconess. Deaconess. The body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to make ready now to commune together. I want to say thank you to everyone for joining us Blog Talk. Remember this Wednesday night, Wednesday, the 9th, we will be here in the sanctuary. 6.45, we will begin prayer. 7 o'clock, we will begin our family meeting this Wednesday at 6.45. Asking everyone to please be present. Please examine your heart. Please allow the Holy Spirit to wash you thoroughly in the blood of the Lamb as we prepare to commune together. Nothing can wash away our sins. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. His blood was shed for us on Calvary, that we may have life and have life more abundantly. He says, as often as you do this, you show forth that you are remembering what I did for you on Calvary. That's what our lesson was about today. Their celebration of tabernacles was to remember that God brought them through the wilderness he provided for them. So as we commune together, 
The bread, this cracker wafer, it represents the blood of Jesus. Take and eat. In like manner, the cup, it represents the blood which was shed for us on Calvary. Take and drink all of it. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand to our feet as we receive our benediction. You can open both of those doors and move that table. Amen. And they're going to get the garbage can to collect your garbage. Let us receive our benediction. Bishop, can you come and give us our benediction and prayer? Amen. Let's give God the glory, the praise, and the honor. That word was just for me. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. And I give God's glory and honor and praise. And as Pastor said, I, I she already preached. Only way we're going to make it through this thing is the word. You know, Proverbs 3 and 3 said that we have to bind it around our neck and write it up on our heart. And how you write it up on your heart? Psalm 45 and 1 said, your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. And so guess what? I have to keep, uh, Mother, I have to stand, stand in the mirror and look at the word of God. Speak the word of God to yourself that I will live and not die and declare the glory of the Lord. I will prosper, be in good health just as our soul prosper. Father God, we thank you now. We thank you for the word, oh God. God, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise today. God, we say that there's none like you in all the earth, oh God. God, God is who you are, but your name is Yahweh. And we bless your name now, God. God, we thank you for the word going among your people, God. And as the woman of God said, don't let us just be a hearer, but God, a doer of the word. God, let us walk out the this joy and speak with our mouth what you say, oh God. And then God will give you all the glory and I bless you, each and every one under the sound of my voice, oh God. And God, when it's all said and done, we won't steal none of your glory. God, we give you all the glory from the pulpit to the door, oh God. God, we will lift up our hands. We won't have to wait till Sunday morning to say thank you in the name of Jesus. God, we bless you now. We give you glory and we give you honor. We give you all the praise because all of that belongs to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the Redeemer of the Lord put your hands together like you have lost your mind. And let us say thank you. Bless your name. Bless your name. Amen and amen. Out your spirit. 
Yeah.